I assure you that We are back at it again, folks. I should probably restart. We are back at it again, folks. This is the Common Chaos Podcast. Solo episode number five. Um, I know I've thrown probably three of these in a row on you guys. Four of these in a row, I think. Um, And I'm doing so because I'm just trying to get better at it. I'm trying to get more more, uh, airtime and more just time in front of a microphone this is awkward just talking about myself and being able to come up with some stuff so i don't know that's why i'm doing a lot of it um i did do a an episode with uh my friend brandon hamilton this past saturday um which uh, we recorded at a studio down south that uh, i rented out which was kind of cool my first time being in an official studio um and it was fantastic it's permanent record down south in uh, south austin they uh, have a little audio and a, and a video room set up where you can do your live streams, your podcasts, YouTube videos, things like that. And they rent the space out at very affordable prices um, and are very cool dudes. Mike and I believe Grant are the gentleman's names, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they're fantastic. So, uh, yeah, got some studio time with Brandon and it was it was awesome. Brandon was awesome. Um, but I wasn't proud of the episode. It was um, it was hard to listen to on the playback. I wasn't as prepared as I would have liked to have been. I wasn't, I, and it's funny because I I thought I felt so prepared going into this. I mean, I'd had the studio rented, I'd had the date scheduled off, I'd had the times and everything set up, I'd had pre-show preparation done, um, the questionnaires done, like just you know all my all my talking points outlined, ready to go. Brandon came prepared. Brandon through the entire process was phenomenal uh and stuck through it and was very responsive to the questions I asked him and we had a fantastic talk uh unfortunately I just was not on my game and I was so not on my game that I was stumbling over my words I was having a hard time keeping the uh, topics of the conversation in line, which I'm normally pretty good at. I can normally reel people back in, and, and I was going off course. I was getting distracted. Uh, we 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 had a couple beers going into it. We were excited about the recording, and and uh, we were chatting it up prior to, to going in, and we just, I mean, I was not happy with the product at all. And that's a good talking point of the well I mean that's one of the main talking points of the episode look at me and now I'm screwing up this one god man that's why I'm doing it folks I'm practicing um so yeah that's gonna be one of the talking points uh for today's episode just being critical about yourself and critical about your work because I was I'll go into more more detail about it uh later on but yeah so that episode will not be coming out I will not be posting that one um Again, we'll touch more on that, but I got to do a product that I'm proud of, and I got to produce stuff that uh, I believe in, and that definitely wasn't one of them. So, but but we will revisit that. Um, I would like to. This one's going to be a short one, just more straight to the point. Why, uh, you know, a couple couple good subjects I wanted to talk about, um, 
and I also wanted to put another one out this week, and this seemed like a good time to do it. So uh, first thing I want to talk about is the UFC 219 that was this past weekend. Um, for a lot of you out there, I'm a huge fight fan, and I, I generally wasn't going to... I'm still not going to bring too much of an MMA aspect to this show, um, but I just, I had to, uh, for this particular card, because it was, I think, fantastic. I think probably one of the best cards of the years in terms of, um, definitely not anticipation, but I think in terms of uh, just the way fights played out, uh, the shock factor, um, the the two three crazy fights that were on the card, but the ones that definitely stood out was David uh, Timer and Jakar Close. They fought one of the most ridiculous fights um, I've seen in a while. I believe that was the fight, if I'm not mistaken. Yancey Medeiros and Alex Oliveira had a crazy fight as well. Paul Felder and Charles Oliveira had a fantastic fight. Uh, I believe Felder won that one. Um, But yeah, those fights were crazy. And then Eddie Alvarez, Justin Gaethje, that fight was without a doubt in my opinion fight of the year that was fight of the year uh i'm i'm i'd i would have to probably sit down and and really think about that one for about 10 minutes but that fight the back and forth eddie being on one leg literally through that entire fight almost um and then just coming back with that crazy fucking knee to justin gaethje's dome justin gaethje never being put away never being stopped undefeated um and I, uh, it pains me that the fact their their goal was to be considered the most violent man in the UFC because both dudes took crazy amounts of punishment. At uh, Eddie Alvarez's the top portion of his of like his right jaw was super swollen, like right below his right under his right nostril and above his like right lip. His I don't know if I don't know. It didn't look like an orbital. It looked like his jaw. It looked like the top of his jaw was broken, like the top portion of your mouth. It was gruesome, man. That fight was fantastic. That's one of my favorite fights of all time, uh, and and my my fight of the year pick. That's got to be my fight of the year pick, um, hands down. Um, but yeah, that fight was crazy. The main card overall was was pretty fun. Um, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, Tisha Torres, Michelle Waterson. It was what it was. Everybody kind of anticipated that. Michelle Waterson. I don't think she really lived up to the hype. Um, the karate hottie. I don't know if she's necessarily done what she said she was going to do or planned on doing coming into the UFC. Um, I'm just checking something real quick. Um, but yeah, for the most part, that, uh, yeah, her and uh, uh, Kaylin Curran, I think is how you, is. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's, it's Jeff Curran's, um, I think it's Jeff Curran, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's their sister, and she came into the UFC with a lot of hype, and uh, so did Michelle Watterson, and I feel like, I mean, they've had two, I mean, they've had good fights, both of them, um, but Michelle Watterson lost to Rose and just lost to Tisha Torres, which was, I mean, Tisha won the fight, and you know, it was a unanimous decision, it was whatever. Eddie Alvarez, Justin Gaethje was, again, fight of the year, uh, if you guys... If you're not really a fight fan, but you love fight, or you, you're interested in what I'm saying, I guess, uh, and you're not a fight fan, Eddie Alvarez, Justin Gaethje, Gaethje is spelled G-A-E-T-H-J-E, um, and yeah, Eddie Alvarez, Justin Gaethje, the, it was fight of the year, 2017, UFC 219, look it up, you'll find it, 
hopefully you fall in love because it, it was it was gruesome. Um, Henry Cejudo and Sergio Pettis is what it is. There they announced that they were going to do uh, T.J. Dillashaw and Demetrius Johnson. Uh, Demetrius Johnson is the flyweight champion, pound for pound greatest fighter on the planet right now, currently living. And uh, T.J. Dillashaw's badass and is the current bantamweight champion, 135 pounds. And he just beat Cody Garbrandt. That surprised, I kind of surprised me. It was a good fight for sure. I didn't expect it to end that way though. Um, and I, I am a proponent of Mighty Mouse being the number one fighter on the planet. Uh, John Jones is right there, but we'll exclude him for competition purposes. But yeah, uh, Mighty Mouse, definitely pound for pound best. TJ Dillashaw though. I don't know, man. He can he can definitely fuck Demetrius Johnson up. I'm calling it. I don't know. I mean, I'm not calling the fight that way, but it worries me because I, I do like DJ, and I think he's just now getting the hype and the respect that he deserves. And it's unfortunate because he just broke the record for Anderson Silva's most title defenses. Um, I mean, it would suck for him following one to lose. Like, you want this to be a... I do. I want to see a long-reigning dominance from Demetrius Johnson. Um, and I don't know if TJ Dillashaw is going to be an easy fight for him. He's, it's definitely his hardest fight of all time. Uh, even more difficult than Dominic Cruz, I think, because that was so long ago for Demetrius Johnson. And he's only progressed to one of the, the baddest man on the fucking planet, uh, in terms of, of his record and just what he's accomplished and how he's, how he accomplishes his fights. He's crazy. Um, but TJ Dillashaw, fuck man, he's so good. That's going to be an interesting fight. So that's next. Um, Francis Ngannou, Alistair Overeem. Hey, Alistair Overeem's not okay. He said on Instagram and or on Twitter the following day that he's healthy and he's good. You are not good, dude. Your head got jacked so far back that was hard to watch. Ooh, that was difficult. Uh, Francis Ngannou, I'm scared for Stipe. I love Stipe Miocic as the heavyweight champion of the world. I think he's a badass. Uh, he's a good dude. And he's uh, Francis Ngannou. Fuck. It's bad news right there. Holy shit. That's going to be a bad fight. Uh, but yeah, it's, they're already trying to set a date for it. That's how sure that that's happening. Like Francis Ngannou was getting the title fight and that's scary. Um, yeah. Yeah. Violent motherfucker. Uh, Max Holloway, Jose Aldo. It is what it is too with that one. I think everybody kind of knew that Jose Aldo's on his way out. Uh, Max Holloway is just fucking too good. Um, younger, faster, wasn't feeling uh Aldo's he wasn't getting any damage from Aldo. Aldo was throwing too. He was he was fucking pulling the trigger on those on those on those combinations he was throwing. And he tagged Holloway maybe once or two good, really good times. Once or twice and just did nothing, man. Didn't do anything to him. Max Holloway's a bad motherfucker. I'd like to see him fight Connor again, but I don't know if Connor's coming back. Uh I'm not gonna get into Connor talk at all either, but yeah, that's my opinion about that. Um fantastic card coming up on Saturday um it is UFC Fight Night 123 from Fresno California Cub Swanson good old Cub Swanson from Indio California shout out to Cub and everybody at True MMA used to train over there with those guys um and special shout out to my boys in Doom Squad MMA Carlos Puente Jr. Andre Vivas Vibes however you say his last name and uh, Ronnie Torres, those are my good buddies. Uh, legitimately the greatest MMA coverage podcast of all time, Doom Squad MMA. Shout out to those guys. Um, on a little bit of a hiatus right now, but 
uh, we should start a campaign if for anybody out there to bring back Doom Squad MMA. Anybody that's interested in MMA and MMA podcasts, these guys are legit. Uh, they've all trained for years. Uh, I mean, well, Carlos and Andre have trained for years. Carlos is a pro fighter. Uh, extensive knowledge of the game and the sport. Bring back Doom Squad MMA. That's my that's my shout out to them. But yeah, shout out to uh, Cub Swanson. He's fighting Brian Ortega in Fresno, California. Ortega is 12-0 undefeated. Cub Swanson's 25-7. and And Cub just can't get a break with the UFC, man. He just keeps getting thrown these ridiculous fights when he should be fighting for a title. I don't like it. Um, but that's, uh, yeah, that's just the way fucking business is. And it sucks. Um, it's a tough fight for him. I want him to win. I can see him doing it too, Ortega. Nothing special out of him, I don't think. He's got crazy submissions. Um, and, and Cubs fallen to submit so, to uh, some submissions in the past. So I think as long as he keeps his defense up, I think he can do it. And he can do it in violent fashion for sure. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a good fight. Um, Jason Knight, he's a beast. Gabriel uh, Benitez, don't really know a whole lot about him. Jason Knight, they call him Hick Diaz. Uh, I don't, I mean, I love his style. He's kind of annoying. Um, but I mean, he is what he is. Fantastic fighter. Uh, definitely wrecked shop and is a tough motherfucker. Um, that's going to be an interesting fight. Uh, Marlon Moraes, former World Series of Fighting champion, is fighting Aljamain Sterling. That's going to be a good fight. Um, yeah, just toss up on that one. Uh, the Eric Anders, Marcus Perez fight's going to be good. And you've got Liz Caramouche, Alexis Davis. Luke Sanders is fighting uh, Andre Sukahama. I don't know how you say that, but yeah. And that's why I don't... Oh, Uri Alcantara is on the preliminary card. That's kind of weird. Uri Alcantara and Alejandro Perez. Hmm. Anyways, that's why I don't cover cards, people, because I get way too in-depth and way too talkative about it. Fuck, man. But yeah, bring, bring back uh, Doom Squad. Um, the entire Olympic Russian team has been disqualified from the Winter Olympics in 2018, for anybody that was interested in that. Um, they've all been busted for extensive steroid use, and it was a government cover-up documented in the film Icarus, and that's Russia, staying relevant, keeping things interesting, doing a bunch of steroids, yeah. Gulp's brought to you by Tobo Chico. Um, yeah, Russia's banned from the Olympics uh, in 2018. The winter version? Does anybody really care about the winter version? I mean, I, I'm calling it, though it'll get cleared up and settled. They'll be back for the Summer Olympics where it matters. Um, but, yeah. Winter Olympics, they're banned. It's kind of interesting. If you guys haven't seen Icarus, Icarus is a dive into the uh, discovery of just how elaborate the doping uh, behaviors were in Russia, the doping procedures that they would go through to dope up, oh, most of their athletes, most of their athletes, um, and I guess there's going to be a few Russian athletes that are still competing in the Olympics as individuals, but they will not be, um, assigned a country, they will not be representing a country, they will be in a neutral, uh, neutral attire, so their, their gear, whatever it may be for whatever event they're in, will be neutral and not represent the Russian colors, and, um, they will not represent Russia. So if they win, I guess the country of whoever the athlete is. And their national anthem's not getting played either. Interesting stuff, man. Russia. Keeping it crazy. Oh, man. So glad I don't live in Russia. It could be that way, though. Uh, Putin also is going up for re-election. Go figure. 
I'm sure we all know how that's going to work out. Um, and I think that's it. I think those are the only things I'm going to cover right now. Just because, yeah, keep this episode short. Keep it up to to uh, just what I'm going to do with it. Um, so, yeah, I had this struggle with my ego for the past, I would say, I mean, I guess since like Thursday of last week. So about a week when I put my last episode out, um, I was feeling good doing just my standard like promotional stuff, getting ready for the show over uh, the weekend with Brandon. And uh, I mean, I was feeling good. It was well prepared going into the episode. And the entire weekend was a fantastic weekend for the most part. Um, hung out with my girlfriend, went to a Christmas party, uh, was able to kind of just like relax at home one day, got a bunch of business stuff done on um, Saturday and Sunday. So stayed relatively busy, um, had the week off from school. So that was nice uh, and had the three days off from work. So I was able to just get a lot done. Um, but yeah, man, that, that episode, it, it, I just, I wasn't, happy with the product that I had put out, again, I don't feel like I went into it fully prepared, um, fully, I mean, I felt so prepared, but I just, I wasn't, I guess I wasn't ready for it not to flow as well as I expected, um, and that's just, I go, I guess goes with the territory as far as doing a podcast, I guess, um, and, the finished product as I went through, I listened to it once. When I listened to it the first time, the playback, I was like, I'm not playing that. Immediately made the decision. Um, but I figured I, I would I would give it a bit. I figured I would kind of relax, uh, maybe view it through some different eyes, maybe just, you know, clear it out of my head, not really worry about it. So I went through the rest of um, Sunday. I had listened to it the first time Sunday morning, went through the rest of Sunday, listened to it Sunday night, and was just like, I'm not doing it, I'm not putting it up. Deleted it. Um... I was just very disconnected from the content of the episode and the material of the episode. And it was disappointing. It was disappointing to reflect on that and um, just battle with that. Man, I put a lot of preparation into it and I went in well prepared. Just like a test, you know, you, you think you know all the answers to it and you go through and then they just throw you like a new set of questions that you weren't prepared for, whatever it may be, whatever the case may be. Uh, I just wasn't, I was not firing on all cylinders and it made it to where it was just this really awkward, broken sentences, a lot of talking over one another, just this mess of a podcast. And I kind of battled with putting it up and not putting it up at first because I was like, well, maybe I can get feedback and I can learn, but no, I decided to scratch it and I feel kind of bad about it. I feel like maybe I should have put it up. Maybe I should have put it out there just so people can ring me and, and tell me how horrible it was and tell me just the garbage that they just listened to and how could they and they unsubscribe from everything and I just lose all my fans and I learn a lesson. Um, but I'm also trying to justify my decision um, by realizing that I was so critical of myself that I'm determined to not allow that to happen in the future. And that's going to mean having to do this more often, having to get in front of the mic and just talk, even though it's awkward, even though I'm in my house right now and there's people here and they're sleeping and it's just weird. It's like a weird environment. Uh, I need to learn that I'm going to get hit with these curveballs and the only way that I can 
overcome any type of hesitations or any type of these obstacles that are going to try to take me off my path. I just got to fight through it. And by listening to that and being disappointed in myself for not putting one up after I said I would put one up and after I talked a lot about it and hyped it up and then not to do it, it just sucks. So I promise that I'm going to have Brandon back. I've already talked to him about it. We just were scheduling a date um, that we're also going to be given a little bit more time. And then that's another thing too, man. I got this studio, this permanent record studios. These guys are are fantastic. They rent the studio out to me. Uh, They were very, very professional in all of their business. The entire transaction was great. Uh, Gave me plenty of time to set up, plenty of time to break down, but I was nervous, man. I was in a studio and it was all sound, sound setup was perfect. And I was using my equipment, but I was just, I was in the studio. The sound was beautiful. It's phenomenal, and I know that there's like this weird tinge to when I do these solo ones. So, get my my guests, making sure that I have my guests in that studio is is something that I'm gonna do with every single guest I have here on out, as long as I'm in Austin. Um, so I'm gonna make sure to 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 have that that ready to go. Um, but at the same time, I've got to do this episode again. Uh, me and Brandon had a lot we were gonna talk about. We had so much that was. Uh, going to be discussed and in, in our opinions and he's a very opinionated guy um and again he brought it he was fantastic i just I, I dropped the ball on that one and it's been a struggle it's been a struggle over the last couple of days because um it's i'm just now i'm self-conscious about my product i'm self-conscious about uh getting this into people's ears and having here having people know that something got to me and it's fucking me up but there's a part of the ego in there that I need to just kind of shove down, and I was gonna, I was gonna discuss ego too. But I kind of wanna, I wanna touch more on that myself. I wanna be able to, to come in with the the ego, the super ego, it, be able to discuss and touch on all that, and and refresh myself with with a lot of that. But the ego is a very, it's a very, um, it's a it's a very funny thing, and it can definitely put you in your place. Um, especially if, if you think that you're doing good, man, I, I was on a, I was on a roll with my episodes. I was being really productive and a lot of the work I was putting in and just to, to have this episode not turn out anywhere near how I had originally anticipated. It just wasn't, wasn't good. Um, but something that, that it helped me realize is I am just, I need to go back to the drawing board. I need to reassess how I approach, uh, the product that I put out and how I approach the preparation process. And if I got to, I just have to prepare for curveballs, I guess I have to prepare for those just out of nowhere incidents that, that may happen and make sure that I learn to overcome those things. So that's what I've got. Um, I wasn't really wanting this to be too like preachy and too so like motivating I don't want to sound like a motivational speaker it's not the goal of this my goal is just to kind of give a a thought-provoking aspect to certain topics so if you can just think about the last time your ego got challenged think about the last time you dealt with maybe a internal conflict with your performance at work or in the results that you were you were getting from that, or how well you thought you were doing at 
new, I don't know, a new diet, and then you went and you stepped on the scale, and it's just way off, or who knows, but the last time that you, you faced some sort of adversity, um, in the form of, that challenged your ego, how did you, how did you address that, I would like to know, I would like to know different ways people get over that hurdle, um, and what, what it takes for people to get over just those, those different, speed bumps that are going to be put in your way because they come from all different they come from all different angles and they don't they don't warn you when they're on their way so i'm curious to see how you guys get through that um i definitely have to kind of put myself through this torturous routine i just i, I drill it into my head um get kind of self-deprecating and get just in this weird headspace where i drill it in i uh I, I focus on it from maybe one or two main angles, and then I just try to break down the situation, what the situation is, what is happening, not necessarily what is happening to me or what my cognitive dissonance about the the topic or subject at hand may be or whatever's going on. However disconnected I am, I just I try to sit back, analyze it from all possible angles rather than how it's affecting me or how it's making me feel more so just what's happening and that for me works but I have to assess each and every situation like that and it gets kind of tedious I don't know if it's like OCD I don't know but that's so that's where I'm at right now um and that's why I don't know I feel this episode even though again it wasn't meant to be motivational or preachy I felt it flowed very well um and I got what I wanted to say out. Uh, I am acknowledging the the incident, I will call it, of a horrible episode. And I am letting you guys know that I apologize. Won't happen again. I am having Brandon back. Um, and it is going to be a fantastic episode. It is going to carry on the momentum that we had prior to the last episode. Um, and it will carry over into this episode. And it's going to be a good one. Um, we're going to talk some fun things, suicide, especially that's a good topic that, um, I'm glad that we're going to retouch too, because that, in that topic we covered fully and in, in what we had done. And I don't know, I wasn't happy with it, but we, we got some good ones. So I'm excited for that. Uh, we have a new t-shirt and a couple new sticker designs coming up. Um, and also we're going to start a Patreon campaign. Um, don't really know the details of that yet, but that's going to be coming up here pretty shortly. So, uh, if you support common chaos and the movement, we've got a Patreon campaign and you guys can help us out. You guys can help us make, make this show, uh, even better and, uh, reach more people. So yeah, uh, commonchaos.net for all your common chaos gear and needs. Um, we've got the episodes up. We're up on Twitter, up on Facebook, up on Instagram, the common chaos. Uh, you can't miss it. We have got, what do we got going on with anybody else? We have, oh, Austin Live and Local is actually going to be kicking back up their weekly live streams. So you're going to be able to see yours truly covering uh, local Austin events, artists, and brands. Uh, we're going to be getting into a lot of the tech tech of Austin. We're going to be getting into uh, deeper into the music scene than we've already been in. Just did that show recently, and that was cool. Um, but we've also got some creative uh, things coming up that we are going to be planning here that we're really excited about. So the whole new season of Austin Live and Local or Live from the ATX, whatever we're going to call our live stream season this time, um, it's going to be coming at you guys from a brand new studio. 
Uh, and it's also going to be coming at you on a weekly basis. So that's going to be fun. Shout out to uh, Permanent Record as well. The guys that let me rent their studio out down south. Permanent Record. Look them up on Facebook. Um, they have great rates. Great dudes. Grant and Mike. Check them out. I think that's it. Man vs. Rock Unpresidential is out now. Go check that out over at manversusrock.com, unpresidential.com. My boy Chris Rubio over at becomewhatyoumean.com. Go check it out. Go join his Patreon. Help him out. He is on a journey uh, on the other side of the country right now, and I believe he is in Ireland. Last last we chatted, uh, and he's documenting his life for a year over there, living it up, doing the damn thing, following his dreams. Check him out. Becomewhatyoumean.com, manversusrock.com. Bring back Doom Squad MMA. I think that's it. I love you guys. I'm out.